folks, it's B back at it again at the beginning of the episode just to give you a few quick announcements, reminders. You, you get the gist. First off, I want to tell you about our new Redbubble account. We have some fun, fresh, and funky designs for you up there. And by that, I mean we have three whole designs. It's great. I'll probably be posting more in the next few weeks. But anyway, the link to that is redbubble.com slash people slash violet dash beach. Right now we have the postcard design that you might have seen last week, as well as the logo, which you can see on your podcatcher right now, hopefully. And also a fun little Frasier adjacent design because I love making fun of shows I've never seen in my life. Uh, also want to mention that our Kofi and our Patreon are happily accepting. I know I've been kind of hammering hard on this on Twitter for the last few weeks, but hey, uh, if you like the show and have the means, please support us. It really means a lot to me and to the actors and Ollie, the editor. It's, uh, it's really meaningful and I would just genuinely really appreciate it. Uh, finally, I want to tell you about a little show called They Say a Lot of Things. It's an anthology podcast telling 10-episode stories that vary from sci-fi to fantasy to paranormal. The first file is composed of the audio diaries of 15-year-old Caroline Carr, who's been haunting an abandoned house for over a century. In a tiny prairie town where rumor spreads like wildfire, ghost stories are passed down like family heirlooms, and everyone has their own ideas about who or what might be occupying Arborwood Grove. It seems like every side of the story has already been told, except Caroline's, that is, until now. Uh, they say a lot of things is available on Podbean, Tumblr, and at tsalotpod.weebly.com. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for your time. I uh, hope you have a wonderful day, and enjoy the episode. Thanks. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Streets back. All right. Hmm. So, look, I don't. Where do we even start with this one? Because there's. Look, look, I'm not gonna condescend. We all know what happened last week, and we all. So, um. We all know what went down, I guess. Not, uh. Not like it's hard to ignore or anything, because it's, uh. everywhere. Like. I, I guess we've been getting warnings that something was going to happen, but anyway. School's cancelled next week, so uh, that's nice, but that's because the world may or may not be ending. Orbs of light. Orbs of light. Orbs of light! I don't want to go into detail because it's, it's kind of happening, and number two, it'll get, you know, staticed out. Because that's how things work now, I guess. I, I'm in Teresa and Angie's dorm, but they're out trying to talk to um, our state senator, Melissa Armory, our Somerset. Like, they requested an audience and they got one. I got blocked on Twitter by her. State Senator Armory, I mean. Because I was yelling at her about her policies. That's cool. I'm... That sort of feels dumb to brag about right now, I guess, because it's, um, it's... God, I just really hate this whole situation, because it... 
I was one of the maybe eight people who were mildly aware of it as compared to the completely or not at all. And um, it's a weird feeling because the people who knew were, you know, in power, are in power. And look, I, I have a pretty commanding presence, I think. That, that's a joke. I'm not gonna, my point is, I have no power whatsoever from um, a political standpoint. Or a social standpoint in the, um, the teen hierarchy. I was gonna make a joke about all the power moves I totally pull every single day. But look, I can't even lie about that. I wore a tropical shirt once and I had to change because I got too worried about what people would think. And nobody... I got compliments on that shirt. I should really work on my self-judgment issues. Dad, um... Dad told me that that needed work. That might be like second priority now, just because, uh, <laughs> look, listen, something is certainly happening that might be more important than a 17-year-old dude's self-esteem. Something being the potential apocalypse. I say potential because I sincerely doubt that it'll be the end of the world, but look, the meet the press guy is here, in the town, where I live, because it, it seems like, at least here, that the world is ending, but it's just here, just now. Because look, we've been getting warnings about like, big bads and what have you. This whole circle, the inner circle of Andrew Coronelli, which is um, it's a bad, bad mystery novel title, but look, listen, they've been almost here for a little while. That's the school board. That much I think we knew from um, Multiple context clues. Just look. They're evil, they're not of this world, and they operate in a group. This feels entirely, entirely, entirely obvious. But now they're here. Here. In the real human flesh. With magic powers and um, evil agendas. The whole nine yards, you know? Magic powers and evil agendas sounds more whimsical than it is, saying it out loud, but um, it's um... It's kind of fucking terrifying. Because, uh, you know, magic powers. Like, from May, we're used to it. It's cool, it's cute, it's quirky, all that. That's just what May does. But with these people, it's... They're using their magic powers for violence. Which I think is against the, uh, the warlock code? The wizard code? One of those. But it's whatever. That's unimportant to the conversation that's at hand right now. I'm not going to get into mage-type semantics, like, uh, wizards versus warlocks versus sorcerers, you know? Like, look, it's- that'll out me as a nerd, and look, I'm already on thin ice over there. Which is gross. Can't be perceived as a nerd while we're living in a near dystopia. That's just a no all around in terms of dystopias. I don't think I'd fare well in any, like, fictional dystopia, but we'll see. I read a lot of dystopian YA lit back in middle school, which says absolutely nothing of note about me, other than I was really fucking boring in middle school. This isn't like that, at all, which is probably a good thing, but um, I'd prefer to know what comes next, you know? Be able to predict the next moment, just based on genre savvy and all that. I haven't told, um, I haven't told my dad that I knew about any of this. I don't know how he'd react. Not verbally. He doesn't ever react to big news verbally. He's more of an action-type dude. 
And that's not in the Liam Neeson way, but in the uh, normal human way. And that's not to imply that Liam Neeson isn't alien or anything, or that action stars aren't human. Also, if any action star had to be my dad, it would be Keanu, not Liam. And I am on a first-name basis with both these men, especially Keanu. He and I are very close. What do you think folks will say after this? When you say you're from Violet Beach? It's like the, uh... (sighs) I can't look out my window without my eyes hurting. I... Look, listen. I hate it. And it's restricted to a damn bubble. So I can't leave without problems. And my prescription sunglasses haven't arrived yet. And I'm out of contact solution, so I have to wear my glasses. And... How did the news crews get here? Does this crowd want publicity? I mean, I guess. But they're refusing interviews, so who's to say what these people are doing? They haven't put out an end goal or a motivation or anything. May says that they just like control, but that feels simplistic. And she agrees with me there. She says she's just tired. So it's ridiculously complicated, clearly. Too hard to simplify and all that shitty, shitty jazz. I miss normality sometimes. I know it seems like we're early in the dystopia for me to say that, but um, I mean, pre-New Year's normality. Like, I love you guys. I do. And I don't love easily. I don't really love ever, but I miss being anxious about normal anxiety things like Dying alone, or being killed, or failing a class, rather than, you know, the apocalypse. The worst thing is, I'm still afraid of dying alone. And of failing calc. I have a B in it still, and it's not going up. I have two months to bring it up. Only two months! That's not enough time, that's too much time for something to go terribly wrong, and also for the apocalypse. It's terrifying. I'm terrified of failure. I'm not sure if I've made that clear enough. Really, truly, honestly. If I fail, what on earth is the point of me? If I die in the apocalypse, what is the point of me? I don't think the point of me is just to fail or to die. I'm... The meaning of life is more than one singular purpose or whatever, but... If it had to just be reduced to one thing per person, I think that my thing shouldn't be just dying or failing. Maybe the point of me is to tell stories or um, to make somebody feel something. Just, hey, please, no failure, no dying. I don't think I could stand myself if that was it. I want to do something to stop this. It's difficult to do anything right now, because there are people everywhere. People who don't know anything about anything trying to do something. Angie and Teresa are people who know something about anything, but no one's listened to them yet. We're still waiting on updates from their current meeting, but I doubt anything will come from it. Mostly because I've just had bad experiences with the state senator, but, uh, that's just me. Also... I don't trust people in power, believe it or not. That's just a fun fact about me, personally. That I don't like authority figures and that I don't trust them. I know, I know, I know. So shocking.
just listen I'm so afraid right now I shouldn't be I'm always afraid which is obvious but I'm even more afraid than usual right now which is also obvious but I feel like I should be numb to fear after this much of it you know how sometimes you uh you cry yourself out sometimes or um you just smile so much that you're not happy anymore that but with fear why doesn't that happen it seems like a dumb thing emotionally speaking to not be able to overcome fear when you really really need to and i really really need to i'm obviously not a superhero look at me i'm i'm just not but i can still help if i find the chance if i you know find the chance or chances multiple um hold on oh just got a message from t she says that the state senator armory is calling them delusional and saying that if something really was going on we should have told the cops she also sent an eye roll emoji and um a zoomed in photo of her face like she does she says it's the real life equivalent of looking into the camera it isn't Angie's driving them back, and, uh, Find My Friends says that they're, like, five minutes away, so they've been on the road for a little bit now. I'm betting on one of them having lost their voice because they just yelled on the car ride back. Also betting on hearing Carly Rae Jimson all the way back from the parking garage. Top volume. Angie breaks her speakers, like, once a week. I don't even know why she keeps blasting her music. It's... it's gotta be expensive. Or like, maybe she's one of those people who's just good with technology? I don't drive with her. I don't trust her in a car. Teresa doesn't have her license. Like, I have more driving hours in than Teresa, and I trust Teresa more than Angie to drive me. Also, fun fact, Teresa told me that she got her permit, and then she crashed into a drive-thru while practicing, and decided that maybe she wouldn't drive anymore. Her brother burned her permit. God, I don't understand sibling dynamics. What even are those? Family of two, baby. All the way. I have a paper due tomorrow. Or had a paper due tomorrow? Like, it's probably gonna be an email because our school is being inhabited by demons from another universe? Okay, not demons. People with powers and anger issues who won't budge type situation. Terribly commonplace, that. I have one of ten pages written. I don't even have an outline. Do those work for y'all? I never write them. They just... They interfere with my mind's flow. And I get all A's, so, uh... Does it matter? I think not. It probably does matter. I'm stressed all the time. To the point of no return all the time, I mean, but... Look... God, why am I so worried about my English grade right now? That should be, like, 17 steps below stressed. I should have priorities past being stressed about that, and yet, the evil dystopia circle has no power over my anxiety. No, ma'am. I am too anxious for the apocalypse. That's my conclusion. Thanks. <sighs> Except it's not. It's, it's blatantly untrue. That's not me. 
That's not who I am, personally speaking. Just like, nah, dude. I'm just the right amount of anxious for the apocalypse. And that's the worst thing about it, to be completely and totally honest. It's just... Ugh. What a ride, y'all. What a wild, wild ride this sci-fi adventure has been. Truly, honestly, deeply. Every goddamn adverb out there. Whoop. And Teresa and Angie are parked. And this app has a lag. So, I'm just gonna finish up here, I guess. I don't know if Elaine will be able to record next week. Because, again, who knows what's going on. Or if there will be a next week. I guess that's never determined, but you know what I mean. The odds are a little bit more balanced now, which is, um, again, terrifying. I think we're all taking this well, all things considered. You know? You- you know. I think you know, at least. Anyone have any suggestions for my bucket list? I'm thinking about trying one out, if all goes wrong. Mine are kinda hard to do. Fall in love, road trip across the country, get on Jeopardy. Like, those are not fit to do in the situation at hand, and also aren't very fun to do. No adrenaline rushes on Jeopardy. Ever. Extreme Jeopardy, though? That's a show, though. Hardcore Jeopardy. Okay. So, who knows what the future holds? Who knows anything at all? We shouldn't ask those questions. Not enough solid answers to waste brain time on, you know? We... we gotta focus on now. Do some deep breathing. Tell shitty jokes. Drink all the bad coffee that we can while we still have it. And maybe, just maybe, we'll make it out of this. <laughs> Who the fuck am I kidding? I'm like 70% sure that we are all gonna die. But, whatever. Bye.
Uh, it's Be Wanna Be by the Spice Girls. Highland here. Thanks for listening to Violet Beach. I am the writer of this dang thing and Googler of dang second things to say that I'm doing in these credits. I want to thank Elliot Midget, who voices AJ here. You can find them on Twitter at Quilavas, like the Pokemon, but with a Z at the end. It's very fun, very hip, very trendy. Also, Ollie Jones, my editor on Twitter at by underscore peaks, like Twin Peaks, but instead of twins, it's by. Nice. If you like the show, please consider reviewing us on iTunes. It would really mean a lot. You ever see iTunes reviews and you're like, cool, that, that's nice. I want to see what the negative things people have to say are. Don't do that. Look at the positive things. This isn't like a subtweet or anything. I'm just trying to like do a stay positive tangent. It seems like I'm being mean. Never mind. Off topic again. Good Lord, where am I with these notes even? I still have a cold. It's going great. Please consider supporting us on Patreon. We're patreon.com slash Violet Beach. Uh, and hey, tell a friend, spread the word. Yell, Violet Beach is good out into the wind. It would maybe tell like an angel or a bird. We'd love to have bird listeners. We're on Tumblr and Twitter at Violet Beach Pod. And I'm personally on Twitter at Bee Highland. Uh, I love you. Bye. <laughs>